I'm going to say it again. You hear Tom's voice, you hear fun. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and you've ever died? I know you, you laugh, but close your eyes and listen to Mark Abanya. You can hear him smile. No, you he, can hear him smile. He, he's a happy guy. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's, uh, yeah. Tom's also well, bringing out the best. Tom's a happy guy, too. Yeah. Well, Tom's a happy guy, but, yeah. but, but uh, <laughs> he's bringing out the best in Tim Roy because Tim Roy's got a very good wit about yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. And yet it's hard to tell jokes when you're a solo act. We should remind people before Bob Myers gets in here. There's still some limited tickets available, believe it or not, for games three and games four um, for at the Oracle to see Warriors Nuggets. So go to Warrior, click and roll at warriors.com yeah. Yeah. for tickets for games three and four. Now, everybody, of course, is going crazy about the Warriors this, the Warriors that, this and that. But we are journalists, Larry. We can't. You know, everybody's kissing the Warriors off and on. So just I've been doing this a little longer than you. I want to show you. How a guy with a blog would handle the Bob Myers Thank interview you. and Bob. Thank you. I'm is, so glad is that Bob you're here. there. All right, yeah. let's yeah. bring on yeah, Bob. My, Bob, you yeah. blew game one. What happened? Yeah. You blew game one. <laughs> hey, after we won last night, I asked Raymond. I said, "Can you get me on Murph and Mac?" And he said, <laughs> he said, no, no. He said, "I can get you on Radnich's oh, show with Kruger." And I said, "If that's all I can do, if that's the only thing you can get me, I guess I'll do it." Hey, we so, the way I'll you sing, played. I'll, la- <laughs> I'll sing for you if it makes you more no, comfortable. No, no, no. Hey, the way you guys played last night, we are forced into consistent butt kissing for the next ten minutes. No, congratulations, uh, Bob. And yeah. and we were going back and forth here just on, on Jackson's statement about the best shooting guard tandem in history. And just as an old veteran, I came up with West and Goodrich. You know, just, just to point out that Mark Jackson's not crazy when he says that. C- could you come up with, with two guys that are in the ballpark with Curry and Thompson? You know, I'll ask. That's a good one, Jerry, because you, yeah. you, I'll defer to you, but I'll ask Jerry what he thinks because obviously he's got 50 years of experience. I'm going to ask him. Um, I'll talk to him today and see what he says. But they asked George Carl after the game last night. I watched his press conference, and he said, you're right, Gary. When you hear it said, it's easy to kind of dismiss it and say, are you kidding me? The Warriors, Thompson and Curry, best ever. And it's easy to say no, but then when you start thinking about it, People pause for a while, and they sit there and they think, um, like George Carl did last night, and the only one he come up, came up with, was, which I don't think is as good, was Cassell and Ray Allen, Sam Cassell and Ray Allen, when he had those guys in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. But he said Cassell couldn't shoot the three. Um, uh, you guys know how good of a mid-range guy Sam Cassell was, but he said Cassell couldn't shoot the three like, uh, like Curry. So Jordan, How about I mean, Jordan and Paxson? Jordan and Kerr, Jordan yeah, and Hodges. Jordan, you know, Jordan I, and anybody. Jordan, I think Jordan, it's a, you know, it depends what you're talking about, but he was never, I don't know what his career from three was. I mean, I don't know if it was in the 40s. I think he was like 30s or how about at, at the, the end, end of his career. How about yeah. at the end? How about this one yeah. at the end? Magic with the, se- magic with the set shot and Byron Scott. No. no. I mean, they're both great players. <laughs> well, no, but, but I mean, Magic. No. I mean, these guys are pure shooters now. I mean, yeah. I, I see, I see, I, I can see why Jackson said it. Yeah, I mean, but you're right. Yeah, you hear it, and you, you kind of initial reaction is pretty dismissive to say, "No, nah, that's crazy talk." But yeah. yeah, you start thinking about it. It's it's pretty fun to watch. I'm, I I sit at the games, and when you go on the road to watch a playoff game, you know you don't. You know, at home, you watch it from your suite, and it's it's uh, you kind of uh, it's a more professional type thing. When you're on the road, you're in with there with the fans, and to hear them react to the shooting, it's, it's funny because every time Curry would shoot the ball, the guys to the left and right would go, oh, Jesus, here we go. I mean, it's like, yeah. <laughs> if you're playing against those guys, 
and you don't know them. And I don't think our team is well, you know, it's, it's, it's well known locally, but nationally, a lot of people don't know Curry and Thompson. I mean, they don't have national name or recognition yet. Um, so these people are watching these guys shoot, and it can be pretty, uh, you know, it can be pretty frustrating to play against guys like that that, that can make shots. They did a good job. Last Harrison night. Barnes was uh, obviously terrific, and uh, we are, of course, always playing around with that bit that uh, somebody reported that maybe Paul Pierce was on the table for Harrison Barnes. And when you watch him play last night, I'll, I'll ask you. Does he, he probably does some spectacular things like that every day in practice, which makes mm-hmm. you think, hey, this isn't as big a surprise to us as it may be to people who only see him in games. Would that be accurate? Yeah. I mean, I would say he's, you, know, you get more of a body of work when you're with a guy all year. You watch him um, beyond the games. But the thing that um, obviously we like about Harrison, uh, he's 20 years old, which you know I know when Kruger was 20, who knows what you guys were doing. I mean, I can only imagine. <laughs> now, we had a good show then, but it wasn't as good as it is when now. When yeah. was 20, hanging out in the Vegas Strip, I mean, I mean, you know, this, this guy's uh, – <laughs> but, but Barnes was um, – he was really good, you know. He's he's got a great poise about him, and and yeah, these are the this is what we hope for. But the one thing I was talking to the coaching staff uh, and some of the people after the game was, what's encouraging for us as an organization is you look at on the floor last night, and in the fourth quarter of a road playoff game, you've got Draymond Green, Festus Azili, and Harrison Barnes in meaningful minutes, and that's crazy. You don't have three rookies playing in playoff games on the road. And, and the ones that you're actually winning. Now, if you're getting blown out, it's a little different. So for us as a franchise, that was pretty encouraging to see because you look around the playoffs and you rarely see any rookies getting any time. And Barnes is, uh, I think, one of the only ones, if not the only guy that's actually starting uh, as a rookie in playoff games consistently. So um, good for him. He's yeah, no all question. Year. Hey, Bob, one thing, though, before we go on with the interview, you always seem to belittle the Vegas thing. I could have played in the NBA, but I chose – to criticize other in a sports talk format. That yeah. was always my dream, yeah. not to be a player, but to be on the radio and critique others. So just <laughs> just so you got that straight. Larry, is that true? How, Larry, you're the, you're the statistician. How good was Radnitz in Vegas? Let's, yeah, well, I, well yeah, not in Vegas. I, I was no good. I really, I, and, and I appreciate the uh, painting me as the statistician. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Chapman and I, thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. By, the way, by the way, Bob Myers joins us on the Ring Central uh, guest line. Uh, with You know who was a statistician, though, and I'm not joking, and I told Larry the other day, Ray Ratto, that's what Ray, I said, how does Ray know everything? And he was a statistician for uh, St. Joseph uh, High School Sports. Wow. So there you go, really, Bob. That, that, that's quite revealing. That's pretty good. No, I saw Ray at the game. He wasn't there. He was Jason Kidd was way after him. Then right, those guys. He was gone. No, I right? think they you, were there. Right? Wasn't that the backcourt, Kidd? No, Rado? yeah, the best shooting. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, let me ask you this, best Bob. Backcourt. Uh, what, I mean, I'm watching this this series, and I don't see I don't see why the Nuggets are this dominating team. I mean, was Gallinari that much of an impact for them? Because I mean, they were supposedly the best rebounding team in the league. You guys out-rebounded them, even with Fareed last night, by a pretty decent margin. Uh, are you surprised the Nuggets haven't looked better in the first couple of games? Because outside of the final five minutes of that third quarter of game one, I think you could make an argument you guys have outplayed them. Well, I think, well, yeah, I think that we've played them pretty well. Uh, that's a, our players and, and our coaching staff have, have done a great job of game planning, and the players have actually... Um, Really risen up in the difficult environment to play well, so that's a credit to them. But what what's going on with Denver? I, 
You know, they, they are. I would tell you they're missing two starters still because Gallinari going out was a, what, a 15 to 20 point a night guy. He could play four, he could play three. He was just a weapon. And to have Wilson Chandler coming off the bench for them, who now is starting was a huge luxury. And the other thing I would say, which I think you guys will see, um, unfortunately, and I'll see too, Fareed's not Fareed right now. I mean, he's a huge part of what they do. And I think he's going to get better. And we're going to see Fareed put an imprint on this series at some point because he hasn't been himself. And I know the guy, um, and he's he's a competitor. And he's just, whether it's his ankle or just trying to work himself back in, he's going to, before this series is over, uh, he's going to have a big, like I said, imprint on it. So, 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 Larry, they don't look like themselves to me for those two reasons. I do think Gallinari and also Fareed coming off the ankle sprain, um, it changes their team a little bit. But I do think they're going to, this thing's a long way from over. I mean, they're good. You don't you don't lose three games at home all year and have the third best record in the West by a fluke. Um, so, I think they're going to come back real strong on Friday and Sunday here. Um, they got a lot of good veterans, and it'll. It, it, this series is it's going to be tough. It's it's uh, it's going to be tough. But we played them well the first couple of games. Besides the obvious, you shoot sixty four percent. Why did you not miss uh, David Lee last night? You guys know how it is. I mean, it happens in every sport, and and we will miss David Lee. And in some ways, we even missed him last night, even though we played as well as we did. Um, you guys come together with injuries. Guys come together when you feel like your back's against the wall, and it, it brings a team that's already close. It's a very close team, closer by by realizing, hey, looking around the room, we're missing our all star. Um, you, you guys got to step up. And for Harrison Barnes, as an example, um, it's it's a moment to either embrace it or or actually run from it and he he uh, did a great job but you know david it's gonna again this thing's seven games this isn't the ncaa tournament so if the ncaa tournament you don't see these classic games where earth Carolina state goes on shoots 50 60 percent wins games and all these things happen in the course of a seven game series we're not going to shoot 64 percent um i don't think again um so it'll be it's gonna be tough but our guys play well Denver has a great coach in George Call. He's going to make adjustments. Um, it's fun, though. I'm happy for our fans and our coaching staff and our players. And um, no, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. But it's it's, it's going to be a, a tough series the rest of the way out. Are you surprised that the zone has baffled them the way it has? It seems like it's really impacted them. And and outside of Corey Brewer, I can't think of a of a perimeter shooter that I really fear on this on this squad. Yeah, that's the one thing. Every team has a weakness. I mean, we have weaknesses. Um, every team has them. I mean, even the Heat, as good as they are, you know, having no post presence short of LeBron, although he's a pretty good one, it's not his natural game. So Denver's weakness, I would say, is their shooting. So if you can zone them and make them shoot, um, you maybe have a better chance of beating them. The problem with that, and, and I think it's not just like you noticed it, Larry, other teams see that. I'm sure people have tried to game plan against Denver and tell them, for a team that leads the NBA in points in the paint that make them shoot from the outside, it's harder to do than you think. And the other thing is when you zone a team, you know, your rebounding suffers. And they have such length at every position that they'd kill you on the glass. I think they led the NBA in offensive rebounds. So it's, it's, it's easier said than done. But what we've been able to do is zone them a little bit and still rebound in the zone. And that's why I think the zone's been effective because you know, they're a team, because they're so athletic, they miss shots and they go get their own rebound. But I think that's Fareed. I really think Fareed is – people haven't seen the Kenneth Fareed um, that, that they will see. I think he's going to be a factor in this series, and he just hasn't been. Um, 
you know, he's a double double guy almost uh, all year long for them. So, but the zone's been good. That's the one thing Denver doesn't do well. I would say is is, is shoot. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they adapt to to the zone. My right, congratulations, Bob. Uh, one suggestion: I'd go now's the time go in and renegotiate with Joe right <laughs> hey, now. Hey, uh, you guys, did you make it to any games this year? You go I saw the <laughs> Lakers when you guys uh, played Steve Nash's return. I was there. You leave it at third quarter or half? Where did you take off? No, it was a good game. So I, I stayed. That's when got there. No, no, I wanted, I waited till the game ended so I could walk out and see if anybody <laughs> recognized me. So that was it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. All right. Well, maybe maybe one of you guys will make. Maybe you'll make it out for one of these. It should be a good atmosphere uh, at Oracle Friday and Sunday. Hey, so. any update on Curry's ankle? Yeah, I think it's fine. I mean, look, it's 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 the other one, you know, in quotes, not the bad one. So um, I saw him on the plane and getting off, and he says it's gonna be fine. He'll he'll get treatment and all that, but um, we're not practicing today because um, you know, we wouldn't have anyway. So he's gonna get treatment, but he's fine. He'll be ready to go. I don't think you, you'll notice anything uh, hindering him. So all it right. Be good. Again, congratulations, so. Bob. It's a great time to, to be a Warrior fan. So uh, uh, enjoy it at least until uh, until Friday. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. All Thanks, right. Bob. Yeah, Bob Myers, general manager uh, of the Warriors.